Hello and welcome to Yudcast, episode 95. This is Head of School Dan Glass with you once again, recording live in the Sound Lab here at the Brandeis School of San Francisco. It is a parent-teacher conference, kind of a Thursday here at Brandeis, which is fun. It is always nice to get our parent community together with our faculty um, and have those conversations about our kids and who they are as learners and how they're doing in a given year. So we're going to start today with a poem as we start every day with a poem. Um, This uh, is um, a piece by a poet named Zhao Yushan. Um, uh, This is a free downloadable PDF of a um, chapbook that I'm reading from. The chapbook is called uh, How Often I Have Chosen Love. Um, It's coming from the excellent uh, press Frontier Poetry. If you go to FrontierPoetry.com, you can download uh, this entire chapbook. I'm going to read the first um, poem uh, or first section of the first poem uh, in the chapbook. It's called, uh, When I Was Four Years Old, My Parents Took Me to Tiananmen Square. In the train car from Dongying to Beijing, the light, 3 a.m. humming, sleeps in strange directions, different weights of yellow. I close my eyes, dizzy, mama's warm hand graying exhale against my forehead. The world escapes by in the window like fleeing. I didn't realize it was we who were running and everything else was still. It takes time to figure out different kinds of quiet, like how colors come to belong to their names and if blue ever gets bluer. There are boiled chestnuts in Mama's coat, and she cracks them for me one by one until we arrive at Tiananmen in time for dawn. The sun looks as if it was put hastily in the sky, hesitant despite having risen the same way forever. A flag is raised into it as if this is the thing that makes and unmakes the day. Uh, What a beautiful piece. I um, I love the sounds in this poem. I I don't obviously know if I'm pronouncing uh, some of the um, uh, Chinese place names correctly, but just in that first stanza, Dongying, Beijing, Humming, um, all, all those uh, I-N-G sounds, um, the way they play off each other. Um, and of course, this is, that poem is very concerned with, with light and color and the visual, um, but it is, it is such a, um, it is so rich uh, and layered in its sounds also. Um, So, again, FrontierPoetry.com. It's a great small press. And um, I think this this chapbook, maybe won uh, a chapbook uh, contest of theirs. Um, It's brand new out there, uh, and I highly recommend it to you. Uh, And you can get it for free. And, you know, free poetry. That's good. Uh, We all need more free things and more poetry in our worlds. Um, So 
we had grandparents and special friends day last week here at Brandeis, which was um, a wonderful event. It is always good um, to gather the extended Brandeis community here. Um, and it was fun on this particular grandparents day um, uh, because it was, we had a really full house. I think we were expecting 180 or so grandparents and special friends. And, uh, we were somewhere well north of, uh, of 200 in terms of the numbers, uh, who, who actually ended up coming. And we weren't sure how the day would go because um, for those of you who are current families here at Brandeis, you'll recall that we had to cancel the original uh, or originally scheduled Grandparents' Day, Grandparents and Special Friends Day uh, back in November. Um, it was uh, at the time of the campfire and the Northern California fires in general, which um, had caused the uh, air quality index to reach um, unsafe levels in San Francisco. Um, and uh, we, along with SFUSD and, and other San Francisco independent schools, ended up having to, um, uh, had to close. Um, we closed the Friday before Thanksgiving and then ended up having to close as well Monday and Tuesday before Thanksgiving. Um, which was when we were planning to have uh, Grandparents and Special Friends Day that Tuesday, as we had the year prior. Um, but it turned out to be uh, somewhat serendipitous in that um, the, the pause gave us time to think about um, what we might like to do with a rescheduled uh, Grandparents and Special Friends Day. And we had a wonderful suggestion from Jessica England, um, who is uh, a, a current parent in the community, that we think about how to incorporate service and um, our community value of Tikkun Alam, or repairing the world, um, into the day itself. And so um, Stacy Euclid, uh, along with uh, Joanne and other folks from the um, uh, development office partnered with the uh, with um, a group from Jewish Family and Children's Services to um, create a service project that we ran throughout the school last week, which was um, which was really wonderful. And you know, when we gathered the grandparents and special friends, I talked with them about. Um, there, there's sort of there's a teaching in the Jewish tradition from the 15th century scholar Isaac uh, Barbanel um, uh, about different ways to think about service. There's sort of three levels of thinking about service, and there's one way in which um, service is is a kind of mercy or pity. You're taking pity on another person. Um, and then there's another way where it's not so much about pity. You're not feeling sorry for them, but you're really recognizing their full humanity. And that's like the second level. And then the third or highest level in, in his formulation is that it's, um, it's not just that you're recognizing their humanity, but you're recognizing their, sh their 
divinity, the notion of B'Tselem Elohim, that we are all created in the image of God, whether you believe in God or not, just the notion that um, uh, each of us carries a spark of the divine. Um, and, uh, and in that third level, uh, you recognize that the service you're offering to this other person um, is affirming your connection to one another. It's affirming the the community, um, but also the the shared humanity and shared divinity of all of us. And um, I think you know that kind of um, lens on service work, right? It's not just about the act of serving other people, of putting your time and effort or dollars toward. Um, uh, helping those who have some sort of need. It's also how you think about um, that act or those actions. And, um, and I think it's really important that we think about the work of service um, as affirming our shared humanity. You know, we see these uh, horrible uh, acts of hate that have been perpetrated uh, in our country and throughout our world. Um, you know, we uh, just uh, um, a couple weeks removed from the uh, Friday prayer service shooting at a, uh, two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand. Um, uh, you know, it's very similar to the Shabbat uh, shooting that, that happened um, in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, people being targeted um, because they are, uh, others see them not as human, not as divine, uh, but as uh, something other than that. And, and people, um, instead of seeing what, we, what connects us, they see what divides us. And so I think it's really important in engaging in, uh, in the work of service that we really recognize um, our connections to one another uh, and really recognize um, the, the shared humanity of, um, of the entire human race. Um, and so that was the encouragement that I gave our grandparents and special friends uh, when we gathered together last week. And I think it, it's interesting and kind of exciting that just following that event, there was a, um, a study released well, they didn't release the full study, but there was an article written about a study in uh, eJewish Philanthropy, which is a, a you know a trade publication, as it were, um, about a national study of Jewish grandparents. And in that study of Jewish grandparents, uh, they haven't again released the full study, but um, they did release um, a, a sort of segmentation of the Jewish grandparent population that they. Um, uh, created coming out of that study um, that offers kind of five different um, m- sort of modalities that that grandparents um, fall into uh, categories, I guess maybe more than modalities, and uh, and there these categories are are sort of looking both at the question of Jewish identity and how these grandparents. Uh, think about Jewish identity in the context of their families, their grandchildren, 
but also at at grandparenting as a um, as an as an action as a behavior, um, and how these two things uh, overlap. So there are. Um, one of the categories which I really just enjoy the name of are the joyful transmitters, uh, which are people who are very engaged in their the lives of their grandchildren and um, and also see part of that engagement being um, a sharing of Jewish thought, values, and traditions. Um, and uh, and there's a whole a whole range among these um, five uh, categories. Um, and so I think it's a really interesting um, set of categories. I, I shared it in the, the Word of the Week this week, and you can see the, um, the breakdown that they have from the study in terms of the percentages of the Jewish grandparents in the study that, that fall into the five groups. Um, I would encourage all of you to talk to uh, the, the bubbies and the grandpas in your lives about uh, where they see themselves um, in in those five categories, perhaps in none of them. Um, but I think it is an interesting conversation starter. Um, and I'll be, you know, on the lookout for the uh, findings from the full study, which I imagine they'll be releasing in the coming weeks or months. But uh, hopefully it'll provide you an opportunity to engage in some joyful connection uh, with the loved ones in your life. Um, and, uh, and I hope some folks, some, some of you listeners out there, um, will come and let me know how those conversations go. Uh, so uh, with that, I want to thank you all for being here with us once again on the Yudcast. Uh, Shabbat Shalom to any of you listening on Shabbat. Uh, we will look forward to being back with you next week.